Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 128. I'm your host, Cameron Shushtar, and with me is... James Selig. It is uh, technically, yeah, the first week of December. It's December 5th today, on a Sunday, and we are in the first episode of season two of Demon Slayer. What a glorious day it is for all, and uh, I want my intro i want to i want to get that intro separate and they haven't given it to me yet and i'm dying <laughs> the whole music video comes next week so i'm dying even more because i have to wait wait a whole whole week for it but if you haven't watched that new episode it's i'm actually really it. tempted to get a crunchyroll subscription just to watch this show like i have resisted getting crunchyroll for a long time because it's like i only sometimes i'm in the mood for anime but it's been a lot more recently I mean, especially since like the one of the main things I made sure to watch recently was at least, I guess, the first half of Stone Ocean from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on Netflix. But Netflix only has like a small amount of anime compared to oh, yeah. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, that's like literally their whole, that's their whole deal. I feel like my blood type, you know, it's B, pl- B positive. But at this point, if they draw my blood again, it's probably just going to be a lot of anime. <laughs> in there. I'm, I'm like almost sure. It's just, they're going to, as they draw it, they're just gonna hear like the Lisa Demon Slayer opening song from the first season. Just all of a sudden, it's just gonna, it's gonna start playing as the blood goes into the vial, and you're like, "What the fuck is that? Do you hear that?" It's just like, "What's so weird?" Yeah, that's 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 what this year did to me. I'll, I could say that for sure. The amount of extra anime I've taken that's like probably more than my entire life combined, besides that time with Inuyasha and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But yeah. But this is Sutra Side Talk, our weekly show where we talk about what we've been playing and watching, along with a bit of news. And this week is the kickoff of all of our hit December episodes that'll be all themed on specific things. And today's is Halo 5 and Gears 5. So kind of the fives. This is the fives episode. And uh, we'll talk more uh, near the end of the episode about the upcoming weeks of the month and what they have in store along with the, the first week of the new year and stuff. So we'll get into that later. But of course, if you want to support us, please uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And if it's Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. That'd really help us out. Uh, news wise, we don't really have too much. Uh, briefly, though, I guess we could say it right now we got that new uh Across the Spider-Verse trailer. Yeah, did that come out last night or was it like this morning? I think it was last night. Yeah. I don't remember anymore. Everything's mixed up. In I think I saw sure like last night. a posting about it and I was like, that's that's not real. That's a fan-made thing. And then I saw a bunch of people posting about it today and I was like, maybe I should find that trailer. Yeah. But we got, uh, it says part one. So yeah. obviously a two-parter. If it was three, I doubt. I, I doubt it's three. Usually it's a, That's a, one a good point. Two. I didn't even think it could be more than two parts but huh that would, i mean they, they could just make a a third fourth movie or whatever it'd be like the yeah. fourth movie but it's the third movie because it's not a part and it's just like its own thing after that but yeah uh this one at least we saw you know spider gwen we saw miles we saw uh spider-man yeah, well, 2099 Spider-Man, yeah 2099 is coming back oscar isaac is going to be voicing him again because i yeah, forgot it, he was the voice for that brief snippet and it's October of 2022. It's next year. Did they give a date? I totally missed yeah. that. I it was, was just it was, like, it's, uh, they gave a full date for it and everything. So we got a. Uh, 
another movie to add to what we'll be talking about for most anticipated episode that'll be a, a that's fun true time. yeah yeah so that's gonna be good otherwise uh the main the only news we're going to talk about today is actually some game of thrones song of ice and fire stuff and we can honestly dive right into that if we want to uh yeah let's just do that yeah. so two things here one is about just kind of george r martin's take on game of thrones as a show the way it was done apparently uh so this is a a full-on quote from insider via uh james andrew miller who found out so this is full quote george george r martin would fly to new york to new york to have lunch with former hbo ceo richard plepler to beg him to do 10 seasons of 10 episodes because there was enough material for it and to tell him it would be a more satisfying and more entertaining experience. It's like I'm having a hard time putting the words together in my head to basically say in a more eloquent way, no shit. Yep. (laughs) Like that last season was already rushed, felt like. And then the fact that even the last two seasons actually the last two like, seasons they weren't sure. even 10 episodes each. The, but the last seasons particularly was like the, it felt like i got whiplash at the end of that show when they were like by the way one of the other main characters is like the, ba- the bad guy now they're gonna take care of that in the last episode stabby step yeah. yeah and like so to to hear that the author of the books that it's based on was like please do at least two more seasons than you're already planning on doing yeah i could have seen there could have been way more to to flesh out that last story arc to make it not seem quite so jarring. Yeah, just to and, say the least. But there's 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 more. So, uh, yeah, Martin said in the past believed he uh, Game of Thrones could have continued for several more years. Uh, Martin told Variety he didn't know why the show was ending with season eight because there was enough material to go up to thirteen seasons. Oh my god. Huh. And uh, one thing that, like, uh, it's just, like, Dan and Dave were tired, rightfully so. Uh, they were done and wanted to move on, of course. So they cut it short. Then negotiations became how many seasons can we stretch this out? Because, of course, HBO wanted more. Uh, That's insane. Why wouldn't HBO have just, like, hired new directors then? Or showrunners? George loves Dan and Dave. But after season five, what's season five? Dorn. Yeah. He did start to worry about the path they were going because George knows where the story goes. He started saying, you're not following my template. Oh, so the books could be better. There's hope. I think, honest, I've always known the books were better. Oh, absolutely. I, for fuck's sake. Guys, I still am pro Stannis. That's what the books are <laughs> yeah. at right now. I'm on fucking team Stannis. That's where we're at in the books. Like, you guys don't get the Stannis is like the guy right he's now. He's a dick, but he might be right. <laughs> also, there's like a bastard that's like a potential black fire that's invading from the south yeah. who's trying to take like Storm's End and shit. There's a whole Dude, the fact mess that like stuff. Lady Stone uh, Stoneheart Stoneheart is like never in the show is like I feel like that's gonna be really important in the books though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because the show's ending likely didn't spoil Martin's own planned ending. 
which Good. it's just like I'm, yeah I'm thank fucking god i hope it's so I, I want it to be completely like 180 different i want it to be so fucking different give me give, give me goddamn king job motherfuckers uh if there had been another episode or two of course uh that would have been helpful i would have taken two more seasons but i do believe if you look at the totality of her arc over the series as opposed to the final episodes her turn was more than earned and was planned so that's like for danny turning into a war yeah. criminal and shit it's one of those things where it's like i it's not that that turn was unbelievable it's just that it happened so quickly yeah so i completely i'm like fuck they i can't believe they fucked this up george r, r. martin's totally right and also i still want to Fuck, that fucking dude didn't give me the goddamn book. Where's the goddamn book? That were, You thought that I wasn't going to say that? Y'all were wrong because where's my goddamn Woods of Winter? Yeah. No, I want that book so bad. Imagine if it continued. That means potentially we would be in season 10 this year, I think. That would be... Dude, that's such a funny thing to think. Imagine that, like, it could have like still an, been going. We would be quarantined and going, I am looking forward to the next season of Game of Thrones because that's what's keeping me alive right now is Game of Thrones. Dude, still. like back at the beginning of quarantine, I was I was into uh, Westworld because that was airing at the time and that shit was like keeping me going from week to week. God, I can't. This, the shit they fucking pulled there. It's it, it goes to show like I'm pretty sure like we talked about this before, like D- uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, like that we, we didn't. They fucked up They didn't so finish bad. Game of Thrones. They lost status on Star Wars because of this. Their current thing, if I remember correctly, is they're supposed to churn shit out for Netflix. And part of me wants to just avoid that shit with a 10-foot pull because of just what they pulled there. And they don't deserve my viewings anymore for that shit. Uh, The other thing is regarding the show we did want that we didn't get, which is the codename Long Night, codename Blood Moon. The yeah. Game of Thrones prequel that's the like the Age of Heroes show. That... Yeah. It got a pilot. We knew it got a pilot. Like, we knew they, they did the pilot and then it got canceled. You think they might never, like, why. do an Amazon Prime type thing where they put the pilot out there and see if people actually give a shit about it and maybe, maybe revive it? I don't know. That's the only thing I'll watch. Like, I'm not going to watch House of the Dragon, but I'd watch this. You don't want to watch like... Dunkin' Egg? I want to watch. I want to watch Duncan Egg. We, which I did uh, do a little thing on it. If you want to check Instagram, I did put something out there on that. Um, I do want to watch Duncan Egg. I really do. But I, until I get Once of Winter, I am standing firm. I said the only thing that would make me break was that Age of Heroes show because I really wanted to see the ancient shit, but they aren't giving it to me. So yeah. until I get Once of Winter, I am not touching nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll just be waiting and yeah i'm just it's not happening but we learned that it was 30 million dollars for that pilot and this is from uh let's see james andrew miller again uh oh yeah so bob greenblatt former warner media chairman he said they had spent over 30 million dollars on a game of thrones prequel pilot that was in production when i got there and when i saw a cut of it a few months in a few months after i arrived i said to casey this just doesn't work i don't think it delivers on the promise of the original series and he didn't disagree which actually uh was a relief and casey boys was the chief content officer for it and it says we decided uh, we unfortunately decided to pull the plug on it there was enormous pressure to get it right and i don't think that would have worked 
Mm. I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm glad that they didn't just put out a, a half-assed product on something that like could be amazing. But I also, it's still sad that we we're not going to get this show. I don't get now. that they think it's impossible to do this type of show when it's like they're meanwhile doing at least six other shows. Yeah, right. And one has like a fuck ton of dragons. So it's not, it can't be budget. That's if true. you have a bunch of dragons in one, why can't you do yeah. this? It doesn't make any sense unless they, I feel like they're just trying to profit on dragons alone. They're just like, it's the show with the dragons. And that's all they think people want is that over anything else. They said, fuck wolves. I could see that. Fuck trolls. Or not Schultz, giants. No one wants like, to look at these little green people. Yeah, they. It's it's honestly kind of de- it's depressing hearing that. And but I don't know if they show us the pilot, we'd know at least more to see for ourselves. Because just because a fucking head of the company says it doesn't yeah. mean it's probably true. Because half the time they're wrong anyway. So it really it's hard to say. But that's all the Game of Thrones stuff I wanted to talk about and all the news. You ready to dive into the games, into the Gears of Games, Gears Five? Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about Gears Five like more in depth for a while because I think I mentioned I played it a while ago, but like you were planning to play it, so I, I didn't get into like spoilers or anything. I don't think. Gotcha. So before we and then Halo Five, really, like ugh. yeah, <laughs> Halo Five will be a lot easier because that was more recent, but also it was a much quicker run. And just to just to say it really fast, Gears Five is probably one of the longest games I've ever played. Not because of its length and its actual length. I mean, I spent probably two years playing this game, this campaign. Oh, because my you just played it you know, on and off or something. Yeah, Brandon Moncada and I started this game. I want to say like right before the pandemic started. Like we finished Gears Four, and I remember us talking it on the show here and stuff. Finished Gears Four and right when we started gears 5 the pandemic hit and we just didn't go back to gears 5 for a while like we finally hit it and we were i think we played it a bit and didn't play it until like again until i want to like we got through the first chapter we're in like chapter two act two uh, you know act act two around like um i want to say it was extra life 2020 and we played it during that and somehow when i clicked like uh restart checkpoint it somehow went back levels and threw us back like a couple chapters and we were he was we were like what the fuck happened and i don't know i think i just hit the button too fast because i was um you know if you die you're still moving the trigger potentially because of how fast that happens and by like muscle reflex you hit a to go back to checkpoint uh, I think potentially we died so fast that my thumb had already moved the analog stick. So it left restart checkpoint and it mm. went lower and it put us into a shitty position where we were like, oh, we have to do this again. Fuck. And so that set us back. And there were times like either uh, the whole thing where I, I always said like, yo, I play like t- so many different online games like at that time too for a good amount of time we were playing legends for ghost of tsushima oh yeah i was playing destiny so much and i was playing like all these other games so it was hard to play gears 5 also like i I, it was at that point where i don't actively 
call someone and go, hey, do you want to play this game? If no one bothers me or like, you know, hits me up, then I, I'm like, oh, well, then I'll just hit one of the single player games I've been trying to get through that's been on my backlog forever. Uh, otherwise, if someone hits me up and <laughs> the whole time Brandon's like, yo, I'll just wait for you to hit me up. And I'm like, that's literally <laughs> not going to ha- that's not going to happen. You have, to, you have to do it. You don't play online games. That's the only online game you're playing. So that was like a whole ordeal to finally get that in place. But once we got back on the wagon a few I forget how many months ago it was. It was only a few months ago, I want to say. Then we finally like got back into it and we like went through it. We knocked it all out and it was finally done. But because like, because of the length it took for us to get it done, but also we were playing on insane difficulty too. I, whatever opinions I have on this game, guys, I want to say right now, uh, take them with a grain of salt because I have a very, very unique perspective on it because of the length of time it took. So it put a lot of just negativity towards it for me. So I'm not the best to listen to for it, but I'll still give you my perspective. But just know, like, it's probably better than what I'm saying it is. And I'm just salty because of the experience I had with it. But that's also my own fault at the same time. So just clearing that first before we get into it, because, you know, I'll be all over the place when we start it. But all right. You played it before me, James. Uh, yeah. Is there anything you want to start with first? And what difficulty so, did you play on? I just... Uh, shit. Sorry, there's stuff falling off my desk. <laughs> uh, I need to clean my room. But uh, from what I remember, it's just like... I remember liking it more than Gears 4. But... Like, I didn't remember liking the ca- the new characters in Gears 4 much. Like, I didn't like Kate. I didn't like Dell that much. I didn't think JD was that interesting. I think they did a better job with them in this uh, game, except for JD, who was just like... Because they took him out of the game. <laughs> yeah, they took him out of the game for the most part, and they're like, JD's an asshole now. You don't like him. It's like, well... JD, they basically went, JD's a cop, and I was yeah. like, what? It's like, <laughs> JD is a cop, and he murdered, like, civilians. Like, well, okay, I'll take That's your random. word on that. <laughs> it literally doesn't sit fit the character at all that we literally met yeah. in the last game, but okay. Maybe that's why I didn't like that, because I was like, that didn't seem like something JD would do (laughs) yeah um and I don't remember liking most of the new weapons that they introduced into this game like the uh that weird drop drill thing I I didn't I was never able to hit anything consistently with that uh but I did like that they they had some slightly open world segments like you still had specific objectives you had to do but you could like tackle them in whatever order you wanted. And I don't know. I thought that sailor uh, thing or the, the wind sail thing was an interesting vehicle, but like I, the story of this uh, new series is just like not doing it for me. Like the whole, like I, the origins of the locust and the swarm. Were yeah. Like, like, oh yeah, the locusts for people, and then the swarm were the locusts yeah, or when something. They, when when they uh, had that air quotes revelation that the swarm were the locusts, I was like, was that a, a secret? Because they look literally exactly the same, and they even come from underground. I don't understand where. Why is everyone confused? Um, and like. I don't know. It's just the the whole thing with Kate's mom be, becoming the new queen is not interesting to me. I don't think the 
the character model for that queen thing with all the weird leg tentacles, it, it doesn't do it for me. It's just, I don't know. Other than the gameplay being fine, I'm just not that interested in the story. Also, there were some weird tone like problems. A, do you do you feel like that's a repeating factor in the post, like, the era where it's past the original developers of these franchises and now it's the more, like... Yeah. We put you on and this is all you do now. Yeah, it's it's weird because, like, it's the same problem with Gears and Halo that it's just, like, the new trilogies or series that have been going on with, like, the studios made just to make these games. It doesn't feel like they necessarily understand the point of the original games or even, like, know where to go with the story to make it feel like it's a continuation and not just, like, a whole new thing in the, in the same world or whatever. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I guess jumping in for me, like, I played it, so my first time playing Gears 5, same with Gears 4, because uh, I was in Rush, I played them both on insane difficulty, and I was playing them co-op. Nah, I didn't want to frustrate myself. I was just like, I just want to get the story. <laughs> no, for sure. And like, you know, it's weird. The, the They changed a lot compared to the old Gears. Old Gears, you could have two-player co-op. And then eventually four player co op. Yeah, and it's it was really, really cool. weird. This one's three player. And he said the, three. And it's, it's and the so third random. person is Jack. Well, okay. Oh, so that here's was four. I, I did kind of like the whole Jack uh, skill tree thing. I don't know why. I, I thought that that was an interesting. I like a good upgrade skill tree. And for some reason, that did it for me. I just didn't like that the skill points that you got to use for him were like collectibles in the environment and you can miss them. Yeah, and, and the whole thing here, too, is like, you know, okay, we, we went from two-player co-op, two-player co-op, four-player co-op, now to three-player co-op, but at least it's like three people still in Gears 4. And then yeah. Gears 5, they go three-player co-op, but the third player gets oh, like, su- they're basically the help. Three You're playing as the help. Yeah. That's it. There's and literally a support I, role. I'm sure people like that. Like, I'm sure there's people that actually enjoyed that position but i didn't want to play as a fucking robot yeah being a helper i feel like that's something that if they wanted to to do they should have done it for horde mode where it's like now horde is up to five people and the fifth person is like the support role or or I anyone think it's choose. i think it was entirely unnecessary completely yeah i think they could have you. kept jack as that support they had but an ai support where you are upgrading jack and you're doing those uh different upgrades and stuff and you just point him in the direction you need him to go, whether it's shocking other enemies or cloaking you guys or giving you guys a little bit of shield and stuff. Like, that, I think, was cool. But the fact that you have to deal with someone playing as them. Like, I think we did that once. I think it was during Extra Life where one of our friends played as Jack and it was just kind of like a... It wasn't fun, but like I said, like, and, and take what I say with a grain of salt because, like, it was under Extra Life uh we weren't sleeping uh we were like playing it and we were pissed off because we lost progress because i fucked up because i pressed the button too fast (laughs) that would would Um, yeah and i'll I'll, I'll gladly say that was my own that was my fault and then but brandon was uh, he was overly (laughs) he was overly angry about that (laughs) i was like oh what do you want me to do um so the difficulty too i've I've said it before I, i don't really like the way they've been doing the difficulty now because before in like the first three gears games you it's very much like the, it's hard 
but as long as you can figure out how to it's very much like skill based where um you could figure out how to go through it and it's not that bad trial and error where you can figure it out and you just play better and that's it and it's more of like what's different uh the enemy has more health and they're smarter uh whereas in uh four and five it's just you're put in harder positions in general so when you're doing it it's not even about that it's like oh they're just in your face already you have no cover and you're just fucked and it's just like oh that kind of sucks like i remember enemies taking a shit ton of bullets too well they also have extra armor now too like they have one with helmets so you can't even snipe them Mm, on insane difficulty so it, it really doesn't do well in that sense like i think you could definitely design levels better uh, according to the difficulty where it as long as they have more health already and they're just smarter you don't need to put the players up in a really shitty situation where it's just like oh now it's gonna be like really hard for us to get this done because it was so instead of it being just like a bit more challenging it was just like frustrating yes Mm. Uh, to the point where it made us it slowed us down immensely because we die like i think Overall, we agreed after a while, we just said fuck it and we lowered it to the se- the second highest exper- uh, difficulty, except Brandon didn't, so only I did and oh. he didn't tell me and I was like, well, fuck it for fuck's sake, he's like, what's the achievement? And I was like, whatever, I don't give a fuck about the achievements anymore. That's actually kind of cool that you can have individual uh, difficulties, though. Yes, that, that was a plus at least. Um, but throughout the rest, like, I'm listening to these characters and same as you, I didn't care about kate i didn't care about dell they're just talking and i'm like who are these why do i care about this why why are they so distrusting and all this shit and it's like oh yeah jd told dell to go and watch kate and kate's like are you watching me (laughs) and then like also they don't trust jd because he's like all fucked up now and like very um i don't know jaded i guess because he got exploded it basically (laughs) seems like he's like full cog now and he's just like i am a soldier of the military that like answers to the government and that's it i don't know yeah and it, and it didn't it didn't feel natural everything felt very forced in in that sense the way they yeah. kind of turned jd's character and even then like i said i don't even care too much about jd his biggest the, the reason jd mattered more than kate and dell is who his dad is yeah and he was he's just related to marcus yeah and that alone makes him more valuable as a character because he has there's legacy there in place that you really like tend to enjoy and stuff and the other points about it are like you, yes you get the other gears like baird cole marcus uh to an extent i think sam's in this one i think um I can't really remember too much if she was. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But they're in it. And you have, you have Foz, who's just a piece of shit. But that's like Raul Coley does a good job of playing a piece oh, yeah. of shit. Yeah, that, that was good. I like Foz because he's just like, he's just the biggest piece of shit. He wears shades all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. And even that he, was, like, was... when when you have the choice to kill one of two people, even he's just like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, because he, like, when you get to that point where they join you, I think it's like in the third act or something in the desert. Yeah. Uh, you see like mending there and then Foz is growing on them too. And he's like, why am I doing this? And yeah, stuff. I liked his and, character. 
Yeah. And even, like, you get characters like Paddock, who's cool, and he's, like, old, and I don't think he's Grozny. I forget what he is. The Russian-sounding guy? Yeah. Because yeah. he's in, um, if I remember correctly, he's in uh, Gears Judgment. Um, he's part of the game. I never Bulls got around to playing that one. No, that's, that one's a good one. Honestly, that is probably, that is easily better than 4 and 5, for sure. You'll, mm, okay. I think you'll like it more. Because it's like, it's, it's like, I could play it on backwards during a court. Yeah, they, dude, they're just telling stories during a court martial. I really, I, I think Judgment was a good game. That was mm. a really good game by People Who Fly. They did a good job with that. Uh, otherwise, like the characters didn't. I grew a little bit more with them during all the the talk and everything. But at the same time, like I was getting so fed up with everything, I wasn't really caring as much. Like I'm listening to what they're saying, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting lore, but also. You know, I used to read the gear books just like I used to read the Halo books, but I've fallen off at this point because they don't really grab me anymore. The the worlds aren't as interesting as they used to be, but it's also a whole thing of like the changing of the people working on it and everything else. It's not the same. There's different directions that were taken. Uh, Weapon-wise, like at least I could say like the positives. Weapons are good. They're pretty much the same as usual. Uh, I think the controls themselves were a bit different though. I think like they moved him around a bit. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Like I don't know, I can't remember. Because like it the was. chainsaw ribbing, the chainsaw ribbing was a different control scheme for like the uh-huh. secondary uh, chainsaw or the uh, grenade launcher portion for that one lancer. Uh, you had to press different buttons right. if I remember correctly that you normally didn't in the previous games, which kept throwing me off. That kept fucking me up because I'm like, how do I rub the chainsaw? I don't know. What I'm, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Uh, so that that did freak me out a bit too. Uh, in that sense um otherwise yeah it's i don't know it it just didn't feel good and yeah i think the best example for me if we're gonna get into full spoilers is like towards the end of the game when kate's mom shows up as like the new queen and i just like couldn't stop laughing because i was like they, She's, they just made her a, into a tentacle monster. I was like, they made her a Squidward? Because, <laughs> like, literally, it's just her legs are tentacles. And she's got, like, some locust, like, uh, exoskeleton stuff. I mean, do her. we want to talk about that whole lineage real fast? Like, that whole thing of, like, uh, they, they reveal what Queen Mera is. And that's like, the other Queen Mera thing. was a... Yeah, like, wasn't they... Wasn't she human? Uh, something like that. Like, they you get a little snippet of, like, the locusts are mutated humans and like one of them was i guess more human i guess as a little girl yeah and like like it's been a while so i don't remember exactly what the revelations were but it basically boils down to like kate's grandmother was the locust queen somehow from like the gear from gears three yeah and then kate's mom is being turned into the new hive queen queen which is swarm Swarm Queen, yeah. So, like, that's... I want to say that's kind of cool, but for some reason, it just did... That revelation didn't really hit that hard for me. I was just yeah, like... I mean, like, eh. Mira's like a... She's like a green armored woman. And the whole thing, wasn't it? Who was... uh? Do you remember who uh, her, uh, I guess, mate was? Who was the guy? No. Maybe it was the, it was the scientist or something, but... Uh, the whole thing was like, you know, they, she had a kid and it was, uh, Alex's mom or wait, what's her name? Sam's mom. 
Kate's mom. Sure, I forgot her <laughs> name. Uh, I, I knew her. Wait, Kate I feel Diaz. Like I knew, what was Kate's mom's name? I, I knew her name, and then all of a sudden I, I just remember. forgot her. You meet her like sure. one or two more times, uh, one or two times in Gears Four before she gets like kidnapped. True. So like you you see that her mom gets saved by the man that would end, eventually be Kate's dad, and I think your sister plays him in Cat Tactics. Well, I still I still haven't. Oh uh, yeah, that. I haven't gotten to that either. But. Like, she gets rescued from it. Otherwise, she was going to wind up... I think they were... The whole thing was they were going to try to get rid of Mira and just use the kid instead, and it didn't work. Because, like, Mira got pissed off because they took her kid away. And that's what caused, like, the whole Locust, like, rebellion, I guess, or which turned into a whole invasion, I want to say. That's I could weird be wrong. to me. I think it had a hand in it. I think it had a hand in, like, pushing her over the edge because she was like, they took my baby away and all this shit. Huh. But... You know, like, the husband came, and then they had Kate and stuff. But Mira's, you know, obviously dead. And I'm pretty sure Kate's dad is, like, super dead. Yeah. And her mom, yeah, gets transformed and turned to the Locust, like, or the Swarm Queen. And the weird thing about that was, because, like, the whole thing is, like, she's just in stasis until Kate does something that activates her. Yeah. I think she goes into, like, that dream state or whatever. Yeah, um, which is weird. Yeah, it was uh, pretty weird. And just they, like, they made that weird like berserker after because you you fight that berserker thing. Oh yeah, but it wasn't a berserker. But it was. Yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, like I. So my problem is like, Kate's mom shows up, and she's just like, you have a choice of which main character I like. I kill, JD, the son of Marcus Phoenix, or Dell, who arguably at this point more in more likable interesting character. because you've had you literally played with that yeah they forced that on you though because they're like jd hasn't been there yeah and dell has but, but that's of course still like how they did it i feel like the vast majority of people are gonna be like well of course i'm gonna save jd because he's marcus's son and yeah. like i can't do that to marcus because uh, the whole thing you're, you're that's yeah I, I felt the same way because i'm looking at this choice and i think about it deep down and i'm like i don't care about either of them yeah. but and marcus so, like, lost his dad and his best friend and his wife why would i take his son yeah. that he should not outlast as well and so this is where it starts getting weird to me and why i mentioned earlier that there's like tone problems with this game is like the scene right after you choose which one of them to kill is kind of sad main characters get mad again and they're like let's go kill like all of them or whatever and you just kind of start going you you, yep. you keep going on and like you meet marcus again and he's either like hey where's jd or oh hey where's dell and like either way he's just like kind of sad and then well it's like if it's on. if it's where's jd he gets into a very like fuck all of you state yeah. and is like incredibly sad if it's hey where's dell jd is in the fuck all of you state yeah and is yeah so it's like one or the other whereas like dell's just kind of like oh shit i'm sorry and <laughs> so JD dies. and so the final boss of the game you fight this like giant kraken thing or whatever and like it comes down to like you are trying to use the hammer of dawn on it and it like knocks out one of the like satellite dishes or something is basically yeah. it's like you need you can't target it accurately anymore and bear it's like we can't fire the hammer of dawn again. It might just hit the city. And then Jack, the robot, you don't really give much of a shit about except for support, like uh, uh, abilities decides to sacrifice itself 
and use itself as like a beacon and baird's like no jack you can't what are you doing and it's like they have they go for this incredibly sad tone of like oh my god this robot everyone loves is sacrificing itself and i'm just like yo like two scenes ago an actual person died we can rebuild these robots like this is literally the second jackpot this game like why am i supposed to care this much it it didn't make any sense there like i said the tone just doesn't feel right in this like look back at gears three at the very end and everyone's cheering and they're like good job marcus and he's just like get the fuck away from me i lost my best friend my father and he just is doesn't know what to do because he just lost two people he's very like close i saved to the him. world but i lost mine yeah and he's like what do i do how do i go on and you know anya's there and she's like you just go on and i'll be there for you and stuff so it's like he at least has someone there yeah and you, you feel all the feelings there too you, you feel the feelings when dom died you feel all of it when that happens at the end and even when in gears 2 when dom sees his wife and it's like oh Yo, tough break, bro. That sucks. And it, you feel yeah, that too. It was, dude, it, that was like at the time, one of the most heartbreaking scenes I had ever seen. Like I still, yeah. if I go back and watch that scene, it still like makes me like kind of shed a little bit of moisture out of my ass. And that's the second game. That was only two games in and you feel that. And then third game in, you're just like, oh my God, Dom's dead. I hate everything. Yeah. And you go here and you're two games in. And you're like, oh, this person died. Oh, yeah, like no. two games in, you're like, I don't care. Yeah, it's what I, fuck, dude. Just shit. All right, it's fine. Uh, at least the old people are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't care who the young people die. That's fine. It doesn't make a difference to me. And you know, it it's another thing too. Like the the big changes were, of course, the open world portion and the uh, choice of death. And we've, you know, we just talked about choice of death, yeah. but the open world, I don't know how to feel my negativity, my negativity towards it is still, I, I would say stemmed from just the time it took. Yeah. And I can the, see that. whether it was like in game from the difficulty of like the certain areas of how long it took to do certain ones, uh, to like the, the fucking one with the warden and all the other guys there. And you're running around the snow with, like, the, the old, like, trawlers oh, and I shit. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. God, I was so good at being stealthy, though. Uh, it was fucking horrible, though. Brandon and I are just, like, running in circles, like, oh, where is he? <laughs> where is he? He's right there. <gasps> it's horrible. Um, that was annoying. But I could see, like, like I said, I'm playing on the hardest fucking difficulty too. At the same time, like, I didn't, I didn't play this yeah. on normal. I can't imagine how much more enjoyable it probably would have been. Like, like I know at least for Gear Six, I should be caught up enough where I'll probably be playing single player on normal for fun before I even touch insane, like I did with the original trilogy. Yeah. So that's like another thing right there, and maybe I'll like it more than these two. But the open world stuff for me, because I was in such a rush, was more of a hindrance for me. And I'm just like, I think I enjoyed Gears more as a linear game. I see why they did that. Maybe 4 didn't give them all the, like, positive critiques that they wanted. And they were like, we need to change something if we want to keep this alive. Just like they changed Halo, like, for, like, four, 5 and Infinite yeah. and stuff. They're like, we need to put something that changes it, that brings more people in, that kind of... I don't know, adds more... How do we make it different and new? 
Yeah, well, still, I guess, keeping it gears at the same time. And yeah. that was it. And it is cool the way you can choose to go there or not, because then it means, like, oh, you could choose to f- skip it and then just finish the game faster. But uh, also, you know, going from point A to point B on the, little, on the like, ski thing, it takes time sometimes. It does, And yeah. it's kind of like you're trading... That linear, like you're going straight forward, you're going from your, you know exactly where you're going next to. Well, now we're taking extra time. You got to look at the map. You got to figure this out. Part of the game is actually you have to find everything and like do the little scanning mini game to get that next set of locations for your side oh, quests and shit. That. Yeah, so you get to go through extra effort just to see where you're going. And it could be a positive or negative. Personally, like I said, I, I wasn't really a fan of it. I don't know if I like open world for gears like that. Um, I think, I think there's a better way to do it if they're maybe experimenting. Like, I guess seeing this story, like after the story, if they want to continue the gears franchise, because like, what's three four three and coalition going to do besides gears and Halo? Like, that's what they're there for. It's literally the whole point of them. Even though I would personally like to see them do new stuff because that means it's something they can do themselves from the ground up and potentially improve because there's more, I don't know, originality put into it. But, like, I always thought, like, oh, it'd be cool, just give me the fucking Locust Invasion during Gears 1 and 3, but just give us a different perspective. Just give us, like, a fucking Dunkirk-style thing where it's like, oh, we're holding off the enemy, and it's, like, the story of the guys that died doing this. Give me, like, a Gears Chronicles game. It's, like, different battles that took place during it. That could be cool. Or, if you're going to do something open-world like that, go all out. Make it so, like, oh, we're in this area where it's, like, a survival camp, and we have to go on these different missions to build ourselves up and survive and do all this stuff, and some of these are optional, but others are main story, and you want to get them done, and it's kind of like Mass Effect 3, where you're preparing for the Reaper invasion, and Mm -hmm. you want to keep building up your forces and whatnot. Like, that style could potentially work, I think. It it would be an interesting concept that you can do, but also, like, you, you have to go one or the other. You can still have the full Gears gameplay. It's just you're not necessarily going full open world like that. You're kind of choosing what location you want to go to, like in Mass Effect 3, in terms of, like, planets and, like, locations and stuff. Because uh, you don't want to lose that. I don't know. Gears feels like a game where you want to keep what you're doing in that style of gameplay, where it's that third-person cover combat and anything that feels out of place, where it's consistent combat or, like, movement where you're now taking your time to like ski around, it feels like it makes the game lose momentum potentially uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes it feel like it's going slower. Like it's, it's almost like it's kind of making the game feel longer than it actually is. Maybe that's what they were trying to go for. was like some calm segments between all the gunfire. So it doesn't just feel like all shootouts, but they do I that in the old trilogy too, though. That's they, true. You're like you're exploring and they're talking about the world itself. Yeah, like, like, even oh, the, you know, this the first used to be game, the blah, blah. You had like, uh, the like the the stranded uh yeah. settlements that you'd go yeah, through. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. So the, they were able to do that and still keep things going. Like I guess you, they well actually we'll talk about it in Halo Five. I was about to get into that, but that's what we'll do in just a second anyway. But um, yeah. So overall, I would say the the new changes primarily the the character choice killing I. And the I guess first the the change in more open world. 
I don't personally like it just because it slows everything down unnecessarily. Like, I just like to do my more linear gears, but that's also just me yeah. personally. That's fair. Uh, otherwise, for the for the choice, like, you have to put into perspective then. Okay, so gear six, that means you have to make two totally different campaigns. Yeah. One is in the world. And le- th- that's going to show exactly how much care they're putting into this then, if they're going to do something like this. And are you going to get a game where... Dell's dead, and now this is the world without Dell. And how different is it going to be? Or are Dell and JD just the same character in the game, and they they just have slightly different lines? Like, how uh, much of a difference is this going to be? I could see that, either like, one. Really matters. I feel like yeah. they're probably going to go with the second one, but it also could be a thing where like, um, oh god, I forget what which. I guess it was Infamous too. They like. They literally looked at the trophy data for like how many people played good versus evil in in the beginning or in the first game. And they were like, okay, the good ending is canon then. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you always wanted the good ending to be canon anyway. Yeah. Like no one actually wanted the bad ending to be canon because that's like, it's like, a, you, I felt like when you were playing Infamous 1, you knew the bad ending was a dead end anyway. Like you didn't, like, did you actually think the bad ending would continue? No. Not I didn't really either. like I really did not I, I was like oh it's gonna be good and then it's gonna be good again like Cole's a good guy you could choose to make him bad but also you have to kill Zeke and that was incredibly sad and I never want to do that again and that should never be canon that you kill Zeke because that's just so sad in Infamous 2 if you guys haven't played Infamous holy shit that, that's really what they need to remaster besides Resistance dude I would love that so I would replay much. those two games so fast like i would i would be like halo infinite would come out and be like but infamous is that i'm gonna be an electric yeah. man <laughs> can you imagine the lighting effects that they could do for for cole's lightning now oh, that would be so cool yes that would be amazing that's such an under underappreciated uh two games right there i gotta say that easily uh i still use that backpack that messenger bag it's a cool backpack i'm i'm still jealous that i didn't like bother to get the special edition at the time because i was like i kept i kept getting burned by so many special editions having like the the extra pack-ins being just shit quality so i was like well i don't need this uh uh, infamous 2 special edition it's probably all shit anyway then oh it turns out the statue is actually really cool and the backpack is actually a good quality backpack i did get rid of the statue i got rid of all the um I got rid of majority of my collector's edition statues, but the backpack is definitely good quality. It's just, uh, I don't like the cheap plastic statues at this point. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten most of them out of the house. Um, but yeah, so Gears 6, what it could be like, I think, because obviously, yeah, it's going to be Kate versus her mom. Yeah. That's like the most obvious thing. But it, the big thing is, like, will it have more open world? Is it going to be more open world than the previous? Will it be less or just taken out completely? And what's the co-op going to be? Is it going to be three-player co-op? Will they finally make it right and either make it two or four? I really don't like odd-numbered. It doesn't It doesn't work Yeah, it's me. really weird. And I don't want Jack to be playable because it makes it so you feel bad if you get a third friend and you're making him be a robot. If you really want to, like, have a good time, you want them to all be on equal stance. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I guess the biggest thing, too, is just going to be to know. I'm sorry. It's going to be, are you half-assing it or are you going full? If you're half-assing it, we're going to know because it'll be, oh, Dell and JD's things are completely the same. 
It's just kind of like a skin change in terms of character with some slight dialogue and that's it. And that's how you know it's... I, I potentially would say that feels half-assed. Whether otherwise, like, you feel a big difference there where there's a reason to play both versions because there's that much of a big difference between them. Uh, that would that would be the right way to do it. Because it's just... It is like Infamous. Good and bad versions were enough difference that you wanted to do both versions because they were actually very different yeah. compared to even power wise. Like the powers were completely different. Like those were two separate games practically versus like you do the skier six. You got, that's the main, that is the biggest yeah. thing. If they write the, like the secondary character to either be JD or Dell. And it's like essentially the same thing. It's going to be really weird because it's, it, to me that would feel like them saying they don't need to write diverse characters they could just interchange them which makes yeah if, if they're all the same then who, how do why do i care about any of them i guess i think the the low the 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 minimum effort should be what they did in wolfenstein 2 new colossus or uh is it new colossus yeah new colossus where you have wyatt and what's his face um wyatt and the british guy's name in, you know how you have to you played Wolfenstein one right or Wolfenstein mm-hmm. one and two, remember have to you have to choose between the two guys in the beginning which one dies. Oh yeah, and it's like completely different like skill sets and everything. Yeah, and the cutscenes are completely different. In and the, doesn't like one of them show up in two? I don't remember. Yeah, why it's like totally on psychedelics and shit. He gets like into drugs, uh, whereas the other one doesn't. Um, I don't remember what his name was though. So. Hmm. You have to do something like that. I'm pretty sure you have two versions for that one too, but like that's your like minimum base there. Um, overall though, yeah, my experience was overall just uh, sorry it was negative, but that's also my own fault because I took forever playing it. So, like I said, grain of salt there, James. Would you say you were positive, negative, or neutral on it? I'd say overall I'm neutral on Gears Five. Like like okay. I said, I enjoyed it better than Gears Four, but not by much. And it's just, I'm finding it really hard to care about any of the new characters, which is weird because I I cared about every single one of the characters from the first game or for a first trilogy. Yeah. I, I think it, it, what sucks is the, the asshole is the biggest new character so far. Yeah. That's not, that's not what you want. Yeah, that's not a <laughs> that's good not choice. That's not what you want. Yeah. Uh, but okay. That's Gears 5. Halo 5 Guardians. All right, so I played this game on Legendary. I did co-op with Brandon again. And this one, we blasted through so much faster because why? It was at least for the for the most part, Halo style levels where, you know, you run in, you do your shit and you're done. You go to the next mission and that's yeah. it. I think it was like 15 missions altogether minus like two or three that weren't actually real missions. It was more like look around at the town you're in oh boy yeah i i know chris liked those segments but i just thought they were so boring and i just was not interested so this is where i wanted to connect from gears to halo where it was like oh you know halo did this and i thought about it and i was like but i didn't like it yeah (laughs) so where to start for fucking halo 5 this is a different it's different in the same it's the same in the sense of you feel the difference between post three four post bungee halo like and just like hard the to care about that it's, any of the new characters 
I I mean, I don't. That was the easy part. So (laughs) at least with Gears 5, I was trying really hard to, like, keep following everything. Because at least, like, I actually really rewinding a little bit. I had been waiting since Gears 2, the full fucking Sire, Mount Kadar mystery shit. I had been waiting so fucking long. And I get in Gears 5. And at that point, I'm like, damn, I don't. It's not what I was expecting, honestly. But also, no, I kind of don't care as much, too, because Mm. I'm angry. Now, so Halo 5, none of that's there. I lost all interest in the story, practically. I was just kind of, I'm going through it. I want to say I was three or four missions in. And I just kind of, I was talking to Brandon and I'm like, dude, I don't think I give a shit about the story. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I, I just, it doesn't, it, it feels whatever i'm already over it i already don't i just don't care it it got me not to care which i didn't expect to happen because at least in even in halo 4 i cared i I cared a lot in halo 4 but that's also because like you're coming off of like that hiatus of halo 3 where he's drifting towards the planet so you're just like edge of the seat wondering what's going to happen whereas halo 5 i'm coming to a late i already kind of know what happens but i'm like oh yeah all right whatever and i think what kind of brought that up immediately was the fact that like they have a villain in it called uh like um what was his name Delvadama, i want to say or something yeah uh he's like the covenant leader like the weird covenant terrorist leader who kidnapped halsey during the spartan ops and in halo 4 and he's in the books for Halo 5. There's like a, tr- or in the Halo books, there's a trilogy of books like the Thursday, no, it's the, like the Glasslands trilogy from Karen Travis. And he's in them and he's like hyped up a lot in them. And he's like, the whole thing is weird because they're like, yeah, Oni's, it's weird. They, they do like, he's kind of like Al-Qaeda where Al-Qaeda's funded by, like, think of him as Al-Qaeda and Oni is the US. The US goes and funds them and goes, yeah, we want to, uh, we want there to be conflict and shit. And then all of a sudden he comes in and does something to them and they go, I can't believe they've done this. I didn't expect <laughs> this to occur. What what could possibly have made this happen? And then they, you know, they go and fucking cut him down after. And it's just like it's weird because he they they literally helped manufacture the civil war. In the books, they literally manufactured the the Sangheli civil war civil yeah. war where it's like the the arbiter faction and the covenant faction yeah. that was oni's fault you had to explain all this shit to me because i was like yeah i don't like they introduced this one random elite that i couldn't tell like they said he was a big bad guy and he was in charge of some rebellion like i don't remember dies in the intro mission. like <laughs> did they set this up in one of the previous games or, or one of the side games or something and then like oh i guess it's not important because he's dead now and and you were like no he was in like three books like this this guy was important and i was yeah. like, i was so shocked that they would finally introduce a character like that to this game as just like the bad guy you kill in the first mission (laughs) yeah it's like we have something more important we're gonna have giant birds come out of the fucking ground and yeah it's fucking and i was like um okay i it in the yeah not to derail you but like the whole cortana is the bad guy now thing is just like to me that's always felt like someone in a, a boardroom meeting or like a pitch meeting was like hey 
what if one of the good guys was the bad guy now? Would that be cool? And they're like, oh, oh it's wow. you know, it's like, oh, is this yeah, not that hasn't been done too many times before. <laughs> like, let's give it a try. What if, what if Cortana didn't die? What if what if she's the bad guy now? Like, oh, the star-crossed lovers with, with Master Chief, and it's just like no they one. They do that. Coalition's like, what? What if JD was a cop and he shot into yeah. the protesters? And like, like <laughs> yeah, and like to my same energy. To my knowledge. I don't know anyone that liked Cortana being the bad guy now. Like, no it, one liked it. You could see now that they were teasing it a bit in Halo 4, because you look back at the cutscene with um the didact where he's like, you know, the, the reclamation has begun and we're hopeless to stop it. And you're thinking, like, is that Master Chief of the humans? And it's like, no, he's talking about because Cortana got into his system. And he's like, oh, we're fucked now because Cortana's in my system. Huh. I didn't notice that. Okay. I, I had to, you have to go back. Like, it's not something you're going to realize immediately. Like, I had to really, I had to fucking think about that for a while because I watched that. I like that. I did like that, like, ending cutscene a, a lot, with the, the 117 music and stuff. But uh, that's the only reason I remember that. And then I flashed back and I'm like, oh, he's not talking about Master Chief because Master Chief isn't a computer. And uh, yeah. So. It feels weird that Cortana's the villain. It also feels weird that it feels also, once again, very forced because you're, this is like anti-Halo 2. This game is like the antithesis of Halo 2. You have two different protagonists you're playing as. Oh. Mm-hmm. And in Halo 2, it, it feels more about the Arbiter in a, in a lot of areas. Like you feel much more with the Arbiter for this one and you just got introduced to him and you're like, oh, he was like, apparently at the halo and shit like he failed and all this stuff he was the one like in charge of safeguarding the halo that master chief blew up in halo one so like i ever like i have liked the arbiter's story like since he first showed up in halo 2 because i was just like this is such a genius idea to have like not only to play as one of the covenant but like one that the master chief specifically fucked over is yeah I, i just thought was such a cool idea and I know it got its own flack at the time, but, you know, people ch- turned around on that. Yeah. They were, you know, apprehensive at first. But yeah, the, people were like, their I tunes. want to play as Master Chief. Why am I playing as one of the aliens? And you still do. You get a full thing of Master Chief and you yeah. get, like, the, the cliffhanger with Cortana. And it's, like, all this crazy shit. And it's highly enjoyable. You're getting two fantastic characters in one game. And they're able to tell full stories. They're able to tell a story of a soldier going through right after an award ceremony, running through finding more flood, leaving his companion behind in a flood infested computer. While at the same time, a man who has been wholly devout finds out it's all a lie and starts an entire revolution in one fucking game. The Arbiter, he is one of the coolest characters in all the video games, in my opinion. Like Master Chief is pretty cool, but just the, the whole idea that yeah, Arbiter was like, a crusader like a true and isn't that, believer uh, keith david yeah i think so yeah that's keith fucking david and also that, like yeah. the best voice it's like be silent and it's like yeah. oh shit it's fucking and, like it's yeah keith just david. that idea of a true believer being shown that like everything you've been told is an absolute lie and what you've been fighting for is like essentially the death of everyone like Tartarus, and then he, the prophets betrayed us and yeah like, oh, and then he turns yeah. and is just yeah. like 
holy shit, this guy is so cool. <laughs> you you get a lot from that Halo trilogy and everything else, and I don't want to I don't want to go backwards, but like you, you see what I'm saying here, and then you get to Halo Five and you have Chief and Locke. And when I say Chief, you barely have Chief. He is barely in this game where you play as him in like two or three missions. Dude, it really Even does feel then, like the majority of the game is Locke. And he's just not interesting. He's not. You, 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 with, with Chief, at least, like you care about Fred, Linda, and Kelly for one specific reason. And if you didn't do it, then you don't care. And that's the books. You care yeah. because you read all those fucking books. That's I read thing. all those I read books Reach, back then. So I was like, I, I know these characters, so I give a yeah. shit. I was a little confused that they came out of absolutely nowhere for this game. It's just like, oh yeah, Chief got his band back together. Well, you had to read the comics. You had to read the, the uh, Dark Horse yeah. comics to understand what's going on in this day and age of and uh, things. Even like the whole point of Locke in this game of like hunting down Chief because he's gone rogue, like maybe part of it is because of the stupid like hunt the truth ad campaign that was like a complete lie that was like is Ma did master chief go rogue or is oni trying to silence him well, for some reason let's 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 hold off on that first i i i have a whole thing about that uh okay but... so but i guess like Locke, like you see the reason why chief defects not even defects he's just like i got a message from cortana can i like go see if this is i'm gonna real? go check it out and no, for, Chief, you're too close. Oh, yeah, well, fuck you. For some reason, like, the, the the commanding officer that he was, like, reporting to was like, yeah, no, you're too close to Cortana. We order you to just, like, ignore this shit. We'll send someone else. And he's just like, uh, no, I'm going to go do it. And then they, they're like, Master Chief has gone rogue. And the whole he's time. He's a criminal. And that's the thing. And the whole time I'm like, yo, I understand Master Chief is technically just a soldier but he has saved humanity like multiple times at this point you think like maybe he gets a little bit of flack yeah it, it's <laughs> not flack slack sorry yeah, slack i was like flack excuse me he's already getting he's flack. definitely getting flack but like <laughs> he's getting, he should be getting slack but he yeah he's he's barely there and when he is like it's just like a weird like cortana where are you and it's Dude, like oh th all right i think the the scene that made me literally mad while i was playing this game is you start a level as Locke and what's osiris team i think is what they were called uh and yeah, so osiris and blue team right and so like the level starts off and you're literally seeing the wreckage of like john and his team and you're just I literally was like looking around, looking at all the crazy shit that uh, supposedly John and everyone else did. And I was like, man, it would have been really cool to play that mission as chief and actually fuck all these people up. But I guess they chose not to. Yeah. And yeah, so we got a very like lack of chief and then we get Locke. And then with Locke, there's no interest in him. There's no interest in Vale. There's no interest in Tanaka. They just feel very whatever. And it's Only like Buck also is interesting, and that's just because he was from ODST. Yeah, he doesn't really do anything interesting here. You're just kind of like, oh. oh yeah, he's similar to whatever now. Okay. And he, he has the one line where he, where they're like suiting up to go hunt Chief, and he's like, you know, if we do this, everyone's gonna hate us. Like, are you being like self conscious right now? Like the game, like you're literally saying you know that the fans are gonna hate this. <laughs> It's a breaking of the fourth world, and they're like, let's do it anyway. They're going to buy the game anyway. It doesn't matter. Yep. And so 
looking at all those characters and the fact that we're also getting a different style of gameplay here because what does halo 5 do that the other games haven't done yet we're having a squad-based gameplay this is like ghost recon halo because ghost recon you run around with your squad you control your squad and they do whatever this one it's like the same thing kind of except uh you got three characters with you for sure and your buddies can play as those characters now and i think it's i don't know if it was drop in drop out or not but you you can basically have four player co-op and that was like a new thing they were trying well ironically then taking away split screen which was a very big deal i i think it was a big deal at least it, it was to me because i couldn't play it when it came out that was actually what stopped me from playing the game um I guess the, the, to wrap up the, the point of, like, the characters themselves of, like, uh, the difference here with, like, that versus, like, Halo 2 is Halo 2, you get all, you get two characters and two separate storylines that eventually bridge and they feel very well thought out and very earned and enjoyable. Dude, that scene Whereas, where the grave mind pulls the Arbiter yes. and Chief together is iconic. Whereas in Halo 5... You, you don't really get that because everything feels very forced. Once again, I'm saying the word forced here, just like mm-hmm. during Gears, it feels very forced where there's forced like conflict for a second where Locke's like, I'm going to stop you. And then Chief's like, do, do, you, do you know who you're messing with? Like, yeah. The, the fuck are you doing, dude? I, I know you're in like some shitty live action series for a second yeah. for Halo that Ridley Scott did, but that's not going to help you here. Dude, the fact <laughs> like, that Locke even got one hit on Chief and cracked his visor makes me mad because Locke should have had zero chance against chief like yeah he's not all. even a spartan three he is a spartan four like you see palmer and chief in terms of size and it's like a joke it's hilarious looking. dude chief is like eight feet tall almost yeah they, they're just massive giants of men and what's funny is they're like then the sim size is like a fucking jackal or something and elites are still bigger it's 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 insane yeah well elites are like nine feet tall they're yeah, really tall. They're stupid tall. And then brutes are just like oh, monsters. You're like, oh my God. I yeah. feel like they could just pick up a gorilla. I'm like, what's this? What's this thing? And then just toss the gorilla. Uh, so you get that, right? All that weird, it, 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 it's all forced. It is short to say the least. It doesn't feel like there's anything actually yeah. happening. And you Dude, get all this banter. When the game ends, I literally was like, that's it? Yeah, it didn't feel like anything happened. It just felt like there was no beginning, no end. It was just like, oh, start the Osiris green light music and your sister care, and they have an in- crazy intro that like it's yeah, supposed to be insane. That intro and was cool. Like, <laughs> and then after you're like, oh, okay, all right, well, that's happening, I guess. To the, I guess, yeah, hunt for the truth. They hyped that up so much to this game and you're like what does yeah, this mean there's it's two like, sides to every story or yeah it didn't matter at all it didn't it was bullshit like you know the truth from the very beginning that you see it <laughs> and you're like so what was what was all this shit i don't, I don't get it and it's like no ambiguity in that story at all the whole thing of like args is they get you really interested they build like the whole the point of an arg is to hype up a game mm-hmm. and you know, it did work. It it hyped up Halo Three or Halo Five and stuff, and it it makes you kind of learn stuff. You're learning like snippets of things that are pertaining to the game, whether it's maybe uh, characters, lore, or something like 
you feel very satisfied when you learn something and it's like stuff they're able to give away that doesn't necessarily like really spoil anything for the game either unless you like really dig deep but odds are like it doesn't usually go that far in halo 5 it wasn't even that it was just like nothing matters because the game is so shallow on the surface it's just a shallow surface that you don't get anything that's like deep you don't get anything that would be pertaining to all this information you're getting about like oh chief was spotted doing these things and all this other shit dude they did the same boss fight like half a dozen times oh with um the with the warden eternal yeah like i literally just remembered he was even a thing because he's such a forgettable non-villain He's like, he's literally just a roadblock to try to keep you from Cortana. That's he. Even, I that's, don't like you. You're not good for my mother. Hey, let, let him in. I'm trying to date him. Yeah, ah, that's the thing. Go to like, your room. Ah. The warden even says like, it's my job to keep you from like the, the mantle or whatever. The I, mantle of responsibility. Yeah. Like he's basically, he is literally just there to keep you from getting to Cortana. And then eventually even Cortana is like, Stand the fuck down. I actually want to talk to John. <laughs> and he's like, he just keeps getting banished. And he's like, I will stop you again anyway. And it's like... And then, like, the final boss fight is like, you fight four of him. It's like, I don't care. Stop making me fight this guy. He's not interesting. And you're doing that shit on Legendary. You're fucking running around like a chicken with its head cut off. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. There's, like, three of them. And it's like, well, that one's not looking at me. I can shoot him. What about the one right behind you that has been chasing you? What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, that was we just actually a got bad it done. choice. We, the, yeah, it was it. He was a very lackluster character. He's just there. He's milk toast as hell. Um, I mean, everyone is fucking milk toast as hell. There was no yeah. character that was above the milk toast. It, that's what was sad about it. And then you have like Lasky, and they're like, "We've been introduced lately. Like, here's Roland, and he's like, listen guys, why is Cortana doing this? Yeah, oh, I like she's Roland. here. <laughs> he he's cool, but he's like got world, like World War Two fighter pilot." Uh, gear yeah, on he, for some reason he's got a cool he's got a cool like uh, avatar but who cares <laughs> it was, it was, everything was whatever who, yeah there was I, barely any focus on the infinity and i really only and liked it's only like he was in that other show he was in forward unto dawn which is actually good that was yeah, a good live that, action that's show. actually pretty good yeah but he's they're barely in it they're just kind of like what's going on uh-oh there's a blue woman on our ship we <laughs> 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 Let's get out of here. And, and it's the whole thing is Cortana just being like, oh, well, I don't trust you guys. So I'm putting plastic on all the furniture. Okay. And it's like, we don't, yeah. we don't want plastic on the furniture. We want to feel the, we want to feel the material. Oh no, no, that's not safe for you. So we're taking the, we're going to put yeah. the plastic on. And that's on. the thing is like the, I guess they're trying to go with like a morally ambiguous, morally, excuse me, morally ambiguous type of villain where it's like, she's not, trying to hurt anyone she's not trying to be evil it's just that like she wants to be the space police now and just like basically like when superman was like no more fighting and he and just like literally stopped everyone from fighting because he could uh that's what cortana's doing with the guardians but it's just such so weird and doesn't make sense and also she's like hey other ai come join me and i'll save you from rampancy she starts an ai rebel, rebe- rebellion 
And the whole thing of it's like, well, what about people that have their own thoughts? And it's like, they don't get to decide. And I'm like, wait, so wait, I forget what came first, Daenerys Targaryen or Cortana and Hill of I think Cortana. Like, I'm not sure which. So I think the idea is like, yeah, like she's trying to keep everyone safe, but she's also being a tyrant about it. So yeah, she's com- yeah. taking full, complete freedom away and is just using those AI to pretty much help her with it. Yeah. And it just feels. I don't know, it just it feels so out of place. Everything about it feels out of place, especially you're going from four to five, and there's such a time jump that you're like, yeah. what happened in between? Well, you got to read these three books, and then you can read those books. You can read these comics, and that'll tell you, because apparently the Didact didn't die. The Didact came back. Wait, what? And killed four Spartan twos. What the fuck? I literally was like earlier in this conversation i was like man we're thinking about how weird it is that they introduced the didact as well and then just killed him because he's super important in the krypton books yeah there was a there's another spartan 2 team called black the black team and huh. they were in halo bloodlines a cool like uh marvel comic and they bring them i think they're also in one of the halo chronicles novels or one of the chapters in halo evolution the one with like each it was like an anthology book they're in that too and it was really good and they put them in the dark horse comic and they're just shown as corpses it just shows blue team get there and it's like hey look it's black team and the didact's like i killed these guys and i'm gonna kill you and i was like um isn't that that team we liked of spartan twos that we never get to see because there's so many there's so little spartan twos and there's like all this stuff you can do with other spartan twos yeah <laughs> so you killed them with the guy you already killed yeah oh yeah why do they keep killing off the spartan twos okay fuck you <laughs> it was, it's like who the fuck did this it's like everything changed it's like we had we had bungee era halo we had cool like live action neil blomkamp like commercials and marvel doing the comics and all of a sudden it switched like dark horse doing the comics and for some reason the art got really really bad mm. and three, you know three four three has been doing their things and they thought oh let's put ridley scott who's who's gone like completely you know we watched prometheus and alien covenant but we thought it was a good idea for that to let him do a halo thing because that's a good idea oh god it, it's just i don't know it all feels like a mess and Playing Halo 5 before Halo Infinite, I'm like... And then thinking about the fact of, like, where Halo Infinite was a year ago, I'm like... Right. People are hyped for this. That's correct. Yeah, I'm... Uh, we'll at this point, I'm, this like, goes. cautiously optimistic for Halo Infinite. Because at least I've tried the multiplayer so far, and I like it so far. Multiplayer... But, well, that, that's the thing. Halo... F- all right, so talking multiplayer and is that's really the other fast. Thing, yeah, that, that is one of the few bright things I can say about Halo 5, was I actually really did enjoy that multiplayer. Halo 5 multiplayer was very fun. I actually think I might have liked it more than Halo Infinite, so I'm not too sure. Because mm. Halo 5's... It had a lot more weapons I liked. Because they put in all the old weapons, whereas Halo Infinite... That's... Like, we're keeping that conversation in, like, that'll be in uh, two or three weeks Couple or weeks? Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, Halo Infinite, like, or Halo 5, for sure. Multiplayer is really good, but still you have that crappy campaign. And yeah. looking at that for Halo Infinite, that could be the same case and stuff, but I'm not too sure. Just like Gears 5. Gears 5's multiplayer was good. Like, it wasn't bad. Uh, it w- That was literally just Gears multiplayer. Like, the thing with Gears multiplayer 
was it never changed throughout yeah. the five games it had. It Pretty was much. exactly, it never changed at all. It's the same exact thing that you've had before where you're just like, yeah, pick up the sniper rifle and the shotgun and then you just roll around and shoot people point blank without aiming and then you die too and everyone's happy. But yeah, Halo 5, I don't think there's anything else to say about it. Like it made me not care about the story anymore for sure. Uh, I don't think the characters were done well at all yeah i don't think i for halo infinite i was like how are they even gonna continue the cortana storyline because no one it looks like a fat time jump again it's a whole time jump and that's the thing the the first thing we saw for halo infinite was like they're introducing the banished and i i literally was like who are they like i had to play halo wars to understand that shit so which i mean i if um, i get like people will if, if you're a big halo fan you probably would already know i guess because you Maybe. played like halo wars 2 when it came out but um, yeah i'm just like so wait are they so that if they're focusing on the banished then are they not going to talk about cortana we'll see but i i don't know at least i am still concerned about what the story is going to be for halo infinite well i think it's both because if you remember the end of halo 5 it shows one of the halos glowing and cortana's like humming or singing is that what isn't I, that i don't remember isn't that the zeta halo that you're gonna be on for... i just like the the post credit scene for halo wars 2 is like she collects another ring and I, i'm just like i don't understand she should have access to the domain she should know where all the rings are so eh. i don't know it's weird it is weird it, it's incredibly weird because the, the halo wars 2 ends on a cliffhanger but also then times in with halo 5 as well with like the whole guardian thing which i i still have to play halo wars 2 but i know what happens at the end um yeah so it's weird how things feel very very scattered and if you want to know what happens you have to basically then go to the books go to the comics which you know isn't necessarily always bad but where it does feel like you're missing a lot of like i guess I don't want to say, I mean, I guess just info, because you're going from like Halo 4 to Halo 5, and then you're like, oh, look, Master Chief's with his squad again. Yeah, where you're going to Halo Infinite, and it's like, hey, where's Master Chief's squad? And you're just kind of like, what happens in these three games that this is just like going like up and down like this? I don't get it. So overall, Halo 5, I would say highly disappointing. Easily. Easily highly disappointing. I did not like it. Like the story made me mad how how bad it was. Like I said, it made me not care. I was like, oh, shit, I played this right before Halo. Why'd I do this? Or Halo Infinite? I, that was a bad idea, kind of. Um, definitely a crazy thing, which, you know, I think it, Halo 5, uh, Halo Infinite, you know, it's multiplayer has been out. And I think it comes out three days from now when we're recording. I think it's December 8th. I want to say it comes out. Oh, my God. That's so much sooner than I was expecting. Yeah. I'm just going to blast through it on normal. I don't. And then we'll see how long we, it is. Just talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Far Cry Halo. Oh, boy. But um actually one thing i really forgot really fast was uh the the gears dlc hive busters it was there was another story it was or not hive buster it was maybe it was hive buster but it was a team of three characters they introduced which was like one guy was like um a reserve security guard guy at a coalition base and then a woman who accidentally got like her squad leader her squad commander killed and one guy who was forced into it by he was like a cab driver or something who was like conscripted but they go around like destroying uh 
you're trying to destroy like a hive nest and you get to learn about them and you get to see finally like remember bernie and ty like you know they're like islanders Mm -hmm. you get to see that island in this oh neat and all the people that live there are dead (laughs) at least that specific island they're like yeah they all got killed by the the swarm because they've been moving underground and that's how they got there and there's a giant bird that they worship that helps destroy the high the swarm as well because it has like crazy poisonous shit on it uh so you fight a giant bird at one point uh it's literally a giant fucking bird and also cole has a daughter and she's in this too oh interesting yeah so that was kind of cool there's not really much else to tell but i would say uh i did enjoy so is the she high... the coltrane baby <laughs> no she's like a smart she she's like the she feels very much the opposite no i'm making a she's joke like, about how he's got always saying like like it's the coltrane baby oh shit she is the baby coltrane yes yes she's the coltrane's baby <laughs> terrible that joke very yeah very good uh <laughs> but no she in terms of her personality it's like she's like quiet and like a bookworm type girl as well so she's like a bit of the opposite um i would say i i liked it more but that's because it was a lot more short form and i did it pretty much in like only a couple days compared to like the rest of the campaign being like forever but just throwing that there really fast um yeah that's it uh so overall i didn't have great experiences with these two games uh i just didn't feel good about it and seeing how this went and yeah maybe halo infinite's great and maybe gears 6 will be great too but i can definitely see where microsoft was like oh fuck <laughs> like these games are because these franchises are becoming irrelevant i personally think yeah and made like sense halo when... specifically i think is in a really uh precarious place i guess yeah like, like and... if halo infinite doesn't hit and like it's i don't know if they can recover People are hyping up and going crazy for Halo Infinite because they miss Halo. That's it. That's the only reason. Yeah. They, they could get... They said, I, I'm just getting Halo. I'm happy. They didn't say if it was good or not, they'd be happy. They just said they just wanted Halo in general, no matter what shape or form, which in and of itself, I think, is a sad thought. But uh, I you, you could see why they bought all these studios because they need to have a game mm-hmm. catalog that's not pinned on Halo and Gears. Yeah, that's the thing. Now. It's like... it. I get that on paper it sounded like a good idea of like let's just make our own studios that just make these things that people love and it's like really hasn't ended up panning out for them so I I nope. guess I, their next chan- uh plan is just like why not buy studios that already make things that people love and we'll keep doing that yeah and it seems like it'll work I mean like next year they're basically like we have Starfield yeah. and for better or for worse for that uh so yeah we see all that stuff and i think that's it really do you have anything else on those before we hit the last thing no i think that's about an all we could say like both of them are just kind of like okay additions at best to their series yeah at best for sure uh i would say mediocre personally but yeah, yeah. uh last thing we wanted to do here was actually the jurassic world dominion prologue which was like a five minute thing on youtube yeah. you guys could check out it, it's just a quick thing they they give out a little prologue because i believe the movie comes out in june i want to say interesting hmm. it comes out it's supposed to come out 2022 uh i just couldn't remember when it, those movies usually aim for the summer because they're probably strongest in that time but 
uh it was a cool like short where they just go back to actual jurassic times or whatever actually i don't know if it was cretaceous or triassic or whatever but you see like the pterodactyls you see some of the herbivores and stuff you see a t-rex kind of like exactly like the one from jurassic park and jurassic world and then you see a bigger carnivorous rex type creature that just kills it immediately <laughs> yeah this is like i was for the first half of this prologue really confused as to like when this took place because yeah at first Same. i was like oh yeah. this is definitely like way back in actual dinosaur times but then yeah that like bigger t-rex thing showed up and it kind of looked like the indominus rex a little bit so that's when i started getting confused of like wait is this modern day and there's just like parts of the world that have been basically reclaimed by dinosaurs because they're so dangerous and like so and then they do straight up just like cut to modern day it literally says like present day i think yeah so i was like oh i guess that all that was all back in the past so that was i don't know i don't know why i got confused by that other than just like i thought that that bigger t-rex was a hybrid of some sort yeah no it was was, i i I could tell it was just like a regular type of whatever but i just didn't know which one it was i just was it was more infatuating because i guess the t-rex is very vanilla to me like i always thought all the other versions or like subs like different types of uh family related species were more interesting like the allosaurus the carnosaurus or carnotaur and stuff like that like those yeah. always seemed really cool the spinosaurus holy shit like that's yeah. some dope well, shit that, right the there. whole point of that one was just like let's just get something much bigger than a t-rex and then it like fucking breaks its neck and you're yeah. like oh shit uh i want what how to spinosaurus versus indominus rex that, that would have been an interesting fight i think but yeah yeah, so we also see, I think, like, that T-Rex, like, you see the mosquito and you're like, oh, so that's exactly where that T-Rex DNA came from from yeah. the one we have now. Uh, it was from a loser. And, uh... <laughs> but I, I did like you go to modern day and they're, like, hunting that T-Rex, that the T-Rex, and it's going through a drive-in movie theater, which was hilarious, I think. Yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah, dinosaurs are just loose in the modern day now ever since the last movie and this is our second short we've gotten uh the first one was like that allosaurus and i think the ankylosaurus at the camping trip remember that one did did like one other short before that did they i i might have missed that one yeah it was like a family camping and like the kids use a crossbow to shoot it like the allosaurus and stuff but Mm. we're getting these cool little instances where it's showing like what it's like to have the dinosaurs in modern day with society Which was, like, and basically the whole point of the last movie was, like, the dinosaurs get freed and somehow we can't track them all down and they're just, they're just out there now. And probably breeding and stuff because they could do the frog DNA shit. So it's going to be cool seeing that for, I guess, Dominion. They said Dominion's going to be, like, the whole, like, tribute and everything, but also you see dinosaurs in the modern day. Like, there's no more, I don't think there's any more Indo- rexes raptors and shit so those are done but we get to see dinosaurs in the real world and the old crew back again so that's gonna be fun yeah i find it ironic that they're in that world now any zoo can just have dinosaurs 
<laughs> like well, Jurassic Park is caught it. Yeah, Jurassic Park isn't like unique anymore. You could just like go out and catch a dinosaur and like keep it in captivity, I guess, if you got the facilities for it. Yeah. <laughs> you just like it's like a when a dog goes it, yeah, it's just like you see it in the back and you just get a net and you're like, "Cool. You're going to go out in this cage and do my new attraction, baby. Let's go." But that's it. That's it. I think that's everything. So, yeah, I want to be excited for a Jurassic Park movie again. <laughs> I actually yeah. like Jurassic World, but like Jurassic World uh Fallen Kingdom was uh not great. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry at the end there, man, it started getting very congested. So you could probably at the last like these last 15 minutes probably heard my voice turn very nasally. I feel like at a certain point, stupid winter uh, allergies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which sucks even more because I'm, I'm taking like Mucinex to help me out and I can't drink alcohol while I do it. So I'm even more like, <laughs> what will keep you warm in the winter? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Without uh, my whiskey, my winter whiskey. <laughs> uh, but all right. So that's the end of our first December episode, like uh, last year. For the next week, we got the quad disney special which will be us talking about all the disney movies we missed recently which is uh raya and the last dragon cruella which i've actually heard is really good apparently from people uh luca the pixar movie and jungle cruise which is apparently pirates of the caribbean in the jungle (laughs) from what i've also heard from that yeah that's what i've heard too so could be good yeah, we'll have that next week, and same as the same as before. If we have time extra, we can knock some other stuff out. If not, whatever, it's okay. Uh, we'll build up a little bit of a backlog again for the new year, but that's all right. Uh, it won't be as bad as before, trust me. Uh, after that, Halo Infinite, we will be talking about, and I'll see who we can get on for that, and then uh, finishing off with a, a trilogy of movies. I want to say. Ghostbusters Afterlife, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and actually, I, I, there's so many fucking homes, I couldn't remember yeah. which one it was, and then uh, Matrix Resurrection, and then uh, New Year's, like, New Year's, first week of January, we will have, like, a Game of the Year's wrap-up, uh, favorite movies and shows of the year, and what's what we're anticipating for the 2022, so that's what we got next up for Side Talk. Hope you guys enjoy it. Once again, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and uh, give us a five-star review if it's Apple Podcasts. It'll really help us out. Just share it with your friends. Let people know about it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Talk. Follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124 and follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. And if you guys want to send us any questions for the show, uh, questions on those Disney movies, Halo Infinite, whatever, uh, you can at sutrosidetalk at gmail.com. It's just the title of the show at gmail.com. Or you want to send us any feedback, comments, you totally can. Just letting you know, once again, uh, I got codes for a game called Midnight Ultra on PC for Steam. Uh, first question we read for the episode, uh, would for a- each episode. So each episode, first question we read, get a copy of that game. Uh, so just a reminder there as well. But I uh, hope you guys have a great, Starting of December, we will catch you guys next week. So long. Thanks for listening.